Okay, so before you <laughs> listen to this episode and you're like, wait, where's the hello? Where's the intro here? Um, this is a little snippet preparing you. We need to prepare you for what you're about to hear. <laughs> it might be disturbing. Hide the children. Nothing um, spooky, nothing no, explicit. No, no. We were on the road uh, recording yeah? our last episode. We were on a two-week Wild West tour, Katie and I and uh, some clients and David. And uh, this interview is with our tour guide named... Dave. Dave. So we talk about group travel here, but it is not the crisp, clean audio you are used to. No, not at all. Um, it's definitely not going to sound like this great audio that you're used to from uh, being in our studio and Cam editing it. But it's hopefully to then like paint the picture of where we were. We were in a lobby of a hotel, kind of <laughs> squeezed in a little quarter <laughs> booth of the hotel, a little restaurant that was shut down at the time. But you might be able to hear clanking of glasses, guests walking by on their phones. Music from the, the club. <laughs> Music from the um, hotel bistro bar <laughs> that really was like a going back into a roller disco nightclub. It's bizarre. I'm sure <laughs> we'll post pictures from our experience. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it's a great episode. So uh, take a listen. Just know that uh, the audio is a little bit different. Hello, and welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is not Court. I'm so sorry we left him in Tennessee, but Cameron's fan. Hey, Katie. How's it going? And a very special guest. I'm just going to right now call him Dave. Hello. Well, his name is Dave. <laughs> it's, Dave. <laughs> it's not like a, a pet name. No, no, we have many pet names for Dave, but we're going to tell you a little bit about Dave here in a second. So this is a very special episode. We are live from... <laughs> the Sheridan Sher Ramada. <laughs> In Wyoming? Dave, can you paint the picture of where we are right now? Well, imagine a hotel that would never have been anything happening, but it wanted to be in the 1960s, you know, the Mad Men yeah. era, and they would have had some pretty mad parties. Absolutely. When you walk in this hotel, there's this, like, massive sunken... It's not just like a living room. It's like a sunken... <laughs> first floor you there's walk a down great there's stage area for yeah stone everywhere dance. It's, yeah it's fascinating so yeah, yeah we're in sheridan wyoming and it's about what you think it would be so we uh are on a 15-day tour mm -hmm. with clients and so it is a group travel and dave is our fabulous tour guide and so we wanted to talk to dave a little bit about who he is kind of how he got involved with all this but then also this episode is kind of a piggyback off of our vacation episode which was many moons ago and kind of talking about the difference, the pros and cons of group travel. So Dave, tell us about who you are and how you got into doing group travel. All right, well, hello everybody. My name is Dave and as she said, and I'm from Montreal, Quebec in Canada. I'm a French Canadian and I, my God, how did I get started on this? It kind of fell on my lap, really. I have a background in theater and in history and my family traveled as well when I was growing up. So the idea of traveling and learning and all of that stuff came together when I met tour director and they said, hey, I think you'd be good for it. You have a great personality. You're uh, I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're bilingual and you seem like you know a lot of places and things like that. And would you be interested in doing something like that? And they're currently hiring. So I said, let's give it a shot. And sometimes you just have to go for it, which I did. And I haven't looked back. It's amazing. So how many years have you been doing it? 
14 years. Man. But you're only like 28. 28. 28. We, just, we actually celebrated Dave's birthday on the bus. He turned uh, 28. 28, yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, you heard he was from uh, Montreal, which means he's French Canadian. Mm -hmm. And you are, did, I don't know if you knew this, you're the first French Canadian I've ever met. And it's been a pleasure. You're welcome. We're, 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 we're learning like, a lot of French. They're, they're not all like me, to be honest. <laughs> a lot of really? them may be more like uh, lumberjacks or a little rough around the edges. But I do have that French sophistication. So I'm glad I was your first foray into Francais. Yeah, Francais. <laughs> so, uh, Pickler Companies, we have done, this is our fourth trip with EF Go Ahead. Um, David met them when he was president of NSBA. He kind of formed a partnership and that's how the first trip got started. But it's it's been a phenomenal process. We get with EF Go Ahead and we kind of tell them what kind of trip we're looking for. For instance, this one, we start in Canada. We were in Calgary and work our way through the Wild West. That's mm -hmm. what this was called, Wild West. And their team, located in Boston, puts together this amazing agenda day by day. And then our clients, we, we go to the airport and we are greeted by our tour director. And we typically don't meet our tour director until we are there. So you don't know what you're going to get, but our experience has been amazing so far. And Dave, you've been great. Well, I'm glad you think so. I mean, my aim is to provide groups unique and immersive and educational and fun experience, you know. So it's been great traveling with all of you, obviously. And I appreciate also you reaching out before the tour because that makes it so much easier <laughs> when there's special requests or things that the group wants to add and to just make the experience even better than it would have been on the itinerary. Yeah, so I mean, you can really customize it. And I know I've had conversations with people before who've said, I don't want to do group travel because I feel like I'm limited and I can't go and do this or do that, but it really can be customized. And so if you were talking to somebody who said, oh, I don't know about group travel, how would you kind of spin it to them of it's a good thing? Well, I would definitely argue that there's all kinds of group travel experiences that are out there and some are more everything is planned for you and you are limited within the confines of you know what the itinerary and everything mm -hmm. that has been pre-booked for you offers which can be great for some travelers what i love about the tour company i work with as a tour director you know with ef go ahead is that the itinerary is great as it is but there's so much kind of wiggle room as i would call it to allow to have individuals who are like okay well it's great we're traveling as a group but i do have uh, opportunities to explore on my own or to have some free time or mm -hmm. to have evenings that are free if I want to go out and do a couple's dinner, you know, because we're celebrating something or do our own thing. But also that wiggle room allows to add more, which this private customized group has done, which I think so far has been has been great, you know, to be mm -hmm. able to, hey, we can tack on an extra stop or an extra a site visit or um, an additional group dinner on a free evening. Yeah, absolutely. The flexibility is phenomenal. Yeah, and I've heard a couple of our travelers who said they love the fact that they get to wake up, they're kind of, they know what's happening, it's been told to them, they don't have to think on this and they can really just enjoy because that's the, that's the stressful part of it is I know I was having a conversation with my sister-in-law at one point and she said she'd never do group travel because she likes to be able to go off and do her own thing. And I said, yeah, but the thing is, is that if you have a company that you're working with, they're going to tell you, 
hey, you know, if you want to do this, this, and this, this is the best path to do it. This is the best flow of it that makes sense because we all know that, you know, if you don't plan your, even your errands around town, if you don't plan it out accordingly, you're going to be jumping from one part of town to the other and back and forth. And you've now wasted all this time. So working with someone like you, then we're able to say, I'd like to see all these things. What is the best path for us to go? Correct. I mean, these itineraries, obviously, if they're running, you know, with group after group after group, year after year, it's because they've been tested and tried. So we already have a base itinerary that makes sense. Yeah. And then in these customized itineraries or any given itinerary, we cater it, you know, to adapt to the needs and um, requests or interests of each group, which is what myself as a tour director, that's what you try to do to be like, okay, uh, how can I make this the best possible experience for all of you as a whole group, but also individuals, you know, traveling within it. It's like, hey, that's what you want to do. And really that's, that's really at the end of the day what I, I strive for is to give each person you know like an experience that they'll come out of it saying hey I've checked off items off my bucket list I've you know seen all the things that I signed up for you know and that's really what I wanted to see mm-hmm. and then there was the added surprises that just makes it you know the cherry on top yeah. and what makes me come back home and be like wow that was amazing and I want to travel again Yeah, I think group travel works well. For instance, uh, my wife and I, Abby, like because both of our personalities are like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? But group travel, at least with EF Go Ahead, it's mapped out and you get to hit some amazing places. For instance, like we hit the hotspots in Yellowstone and Glacier. We climbed uh, we climbed a glacier, the Athabasca Glacier. Mm-hmm. You know, we did all these cool things. But if I was just traveling with my wife, we'd probably like drive to Yellowstone and be like, what do we do now? Okay, we saw it. Turn around, yeah. you know. And you wouldn't know the time period that you need to be there. That's because exactly right. It's built in that we have an expert. And he's also being educational with us. Bless his heart. He's, bless his heart. He is teaching, <laughs> he is teaching us how to speak French. He's over oh, me. I can't do it. Um, it's, Y'all know it's, more French than you think you do. Yeah. Um, no, true. but it's, it's been really cool because we've seen that he's personalized with each of the individuals on the trip. He's accommodated if, you know, maybe there's somebody on the trip who doesn't want to hike or, you know, is having a bad day that day, that it isn't one of those that the because I think the fear that goes into people with group traveling is what if there's one individual that can't do this, the whole group's going to be left mm-hmm. back. No, then that's where their guide is in there and they're accommodating and they can work with that one person and the rest of the group can move on. Or you have set schedules, but it's not that you all have to be singing Kumbaya 24 seven together. You can branch off, do your own thing. For instance, like there was, what was it? One of the lakes we went to and Cam and Mm -hmm. yeah, Cam and David and I, um, and another traveler went and hiked up and the rest of the travelers kind of did like a little loop and it was much more relaxing. We come down and we're dying, (laughs) but it was really where everybody got to enjoy. There was no pressure to do one thing or the other. And so that's really cool about it is that you're getting to see some amazing places, but you're also getting to have the local inside knowledge of what's safe, where's the best place to go. If you need help and advice, it's almost like you've got your built-in Google, but it's a person who's going to steer you in the right direction. 
That's my favorite experience so far with EF Go Ahead is the knowledge that the tour directors have. So Dave, do you prepare in advance, like look up local information or is this just all life experience? Like you've been to these locations multiple times and so you've just locked it in. Well, um, it's a combination of a bit of these things. A lot of the tours that I lead and again in this particular itinerary that you know in tour I've been to all of the places so I'm I'm experienced in the destinations but it's happened before that hey okay I'm thrown into an itinerary in which okay I know this this but then whoop this part is a little out of my area of expertise so what am I going to do I'm going to put myself in the mindset of my travelers and try to foresee or anticipate what might be the needs. And we're not just talking base level, but what might be some areas of interest or things that some people want to see and do. So I do a lot of front end you know, research sure. um, on things like that to know, okay, we're going to do this. Okay, if people are uh, comfortable with going on a longer walk, they can do that, but yeah. the people that uh, have certain mobility issues or, you know, don't care to explore that much mm-hmm. or want to just go and have some free time as long as they, you know, are back at the time that I need them to be to get to our next destination, that they can do that. So um, it's a lot of research. Yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into <laughs> it. Yeah. So one of the things that, because I, I want to be pro and con on this, because obviously, group travel, yes, then you you do have a schedule. You're going to be somewhat adhering to it, but you're going to know on the front end kind of what the basis of it's going to be. So I would say a pro, like if you want to see great places, this is definitely a safety in numbers because you can have these once in a lifetime experiences because I know your company offers tours that are not necessarily a private group that Mm -hmm. anybody can sign up for. Correct. And I love the thought process of... What is the worst thing that can happen when you travel? Somebody gets sick or something happens and then you were like, oh my gosh, where's where's a minor med or where's a Walgreens or where's this? But it's almost like, because you know, y'all, y'all know from listening to the podcast, I've been an event planner or a wedding planner and I'm kind of the one that has my Mary Poppins bag full of all the different goodies. <laughs> That's kind of like what Dave is, is that if he doesn't have it in his Mary Poppins bag, he can be able to direct you and say, oh, this is where you can get some baby aspirin or some sunscreen or things like that. And so it really is that built-in support system to help you so then you can quickly get back to enjoying the trip and not having to stress about... I've got to drive 30 minutes to go do this, this, and this. They're like, hey, go handle this tour. I'll handle this for you. 100%. Yep. And you've seen all this stuff that I carry with (laughs) Mm -hmm. me and you have no idea. Or actually you do, Katie, maybe. (laughs) But, uh, you know, all that's in my Mary Poppins bag, you know. And you're the resource, the go-to person for uh, all of their needs and the local knowledge. And, yeah. What it feels like, it feels like we have a babysitter, and it, I kind of yeah. like that. It's like, we can go do whatever <laughs> do we want, you? be wild. Do we? Yeah, do you? <laughs> yeah. And, and we just like, ask permission, like, can we go do this? Yeah. <laughs> but, but the director will always keep you on task. It's like, okay, but we got to be up at okay, this time children, and out, this. out the door yeah. at this time. Yeah, I mean, like, Dave's been wonderful, and he's every night told us, like, this is when your wake-up call is going to be. This is when you need to be doing breakfast. This is when you need your bags done. If somebody isn't showing up, they're going to come and find you. They're not going to leave you. So it's really been absolutely wonderful with that. I really think it's awesome of a way that if you know you really want to see something, it is a structured amount of time that you are going to be guaranteed to see 
-hmm. all these great sites. You're going to have a great experience. And yes, what it may be is that it's going to give you a great taste of everything. And if you choose to then go on another trip and spend more time hiking in Yellowstone or doing things like that, you can, but you've gotten this knowledge. And I've noticed on our trip, people aren't even Googling anything. It's just like, hey, Dave, hey, Dave, hey, Dave, yeah. what is this? Hey, hey, is, what kind of animal is this? What kind of animal is that? And, what movies have been filmed here? And we got to give a shout out to um, our driver as well, Aaron, because you become extremely, extremely reliant attached to these people or, and reliant. Yeah, yeah and attached. You, know. you become a family, whether you like it yeah. or not. You're on a bus together for two weeks. Yeah, and Ooh. it's, I mean, I'm sure you really have to learn the different personalities and how to mesh together. And... No, 100%, but really you've summed it up really well. It's like you have the base itinerary, which already is good as it is. And my role as a tour director is logistics and making it work and working out the timelines. And then also thinking of like, okay, everyone at some point is going to need this and that to eat, mm -hmm. to go to the bathroom. Sorry to bring it up on the podcast, <laughs> but that's, those are basic human needs, you know, but then, and also to make it a pleasant experience for everyone and then adapt to it all, you know, and yeah, yeah, like that's the root of my, my role is the logistics yeah. of it. So I become your go-to resource. And you said something interesting to me the other day, um, you know, we were just kind of having fun, but you said in your mind, you are two or three days ahead. Yes, You're constantly I'm, ahead. I'm now yeah. in yeah. the present moment, living this experience with you and making sure, okay, we're respecting our timelines. I'm like the time clock, which it's so satisfying when you're on vacation, when you're like, you don't have to worry so much about, oh, how long are we here or whatever, all these questions. Your tour director has told you, I have worked it down, you know, like to a Give it science. to a science, yeah. <laughs> yes, where it's like, I know what makes sense and also to keep it on track with the itinerary, but how much time should be spent at each site to make it a good experience and not feel rushed and not feel like, oh, we're like lingering. And it's like, it's a, it's a careful balance, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, but that balance is also reached in, in the amount of organized, you know, group experiences and the amount of freedom that you mm -hmm. get. Mm -hmm. Certain sites are like, all right, this is the amount of time we have here. And then everybody can branch off and do their own thing. And, you know, if you're like yesterday, we're in Cody, Wyoming, and we're at the um, Buffalo Bill Museum, so many galleries, you could spend so much time in there. Oh, yeah. And we have different personalities, different interests, different types of people on this group. So we're all whole group, but we're not limited and and stuck together, you know, right. like, a, mm -hmm. and it's like, well, if that's what you're into, then go see that. If that's what you like, then go see that part. And then we'll see you in an hour or two hours, yeah. you know, and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. So we are a financial podcast, so I do have to throw finances in there. When you <laughs> Well, and what I like to plug with this is obviously, you know, doing a group travel thing like this, and it's it's going to be your big trip. It may be your, you know, big anniversary trip or your big, like, celebration of graduating. Or your or bucket list. Bucket yes, list. Yes. Like, dream. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But the thing is, is that what I like about this is, for the most part, it is a nice, pretty package. It is a dollar amount that includes airfare, hotels, 
all the experiences. And so you pretty much know on the front end, this is how much it's going to cost you. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, it's kind of like, it's kind of like going on a cruise. Like here's your cost of what it's going to be. But then if you choose to buy stuff in the shops or do some extra excursions, things like that, it's going to be extra. But from a financial aspect, you're able to budget and know this is how much this trip's going to cost me. I can start planning for it, budgeting it. I'm, I'm sure there's probably like payment plans, things like that, that you can do. Mm -hmm. And so from a vacation budget aspect, I love this idea for my clients because it's a way for them to be guaranteed to get a lot out of it, really have a best bang for their buck with their money. But it's, you know, you've got that number because as um, Cam, you remember we talked about on the vacation episode before, vacations, they really attack you in the fact that you go on this trip and before you go, you've paid for your hotel, maybe some pre-tickets, things like that. And then you get there and it's like, yeah. it's $50 for a soda oh, and yeah. a hamburger. That's how a beach and, trip is for us every yeah. year. It's hard to budget Correct. for. It's yeah. hard to budget. This is something that you can really budget for and you can plan for mm -hmm. and, and do your research and say, hey, a two-week you know, European excursion is going to cost me this much. It's going to be a great trip. I'm going to do this, this, and this. I need to start planning and saving today. Mm -hmm. 100%. I do want you to share with us, because um, you were telling us on the bus, about a really cool tour group you got to hang out with. <laughs> oh, is it us? Are we the cool tour group? <laughs> we are. We're not the cool ones. No, these are people who you become very affectionate with. Again, life has a way of just giving you experiences, you know, and myself as a tour director, I mean, I've met people from all over. And EF is an educational tours company. EF stands for Education First. So a lot of my students are, or groups are students uh, with teachers and chaperones. And then the go-ahead division is with adults like yourselves, Us. whether they're mm -hmm. a private group. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of an adult. Uh, kind of a kid, say, kind of an adult. I think the adults yeah. are probably worse than yeah. the kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then each tour is different and I cherish it. You know, just so you know, like while I'm in it, I'm 100% invested in it. But then every now and then, you know, like experiences or the opportunities will come your way in which you're like in my line of work. Anyways, that's my job. Um, I'm asked to lead a tour for a very, very different and unique and memorable and special group. And that was in 2014 when I was asked by a Canadian Veteran Affairs in a partnership with EF to be the tour director for uh, the veterans for World War II who landed on D-Day in Normandy on the beaches during wow. Operation Overlord. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And I had 28 veterans, you know, who were quite old <laughs> and, and still around and to take them back to attend the 70th anniversary of D-Day landing there in Normandy on the beaches on which they had landed as young men. Wow. And some of them had never, not even returned back on these beaches, obviously, ever since after the end of the war and everything, but ever back in Europe in their whole lives, you know. Wow. And that was really, like, you can hear, like, yeah. Yeah, I can was, tell you're so emotional about it, yeah. I am. And, um, well, this is nine years later, mm. so, yeah, I think of these guys all the time. But anyways, the, the point is that sometimes, you know, like, 
I treated it as a regular tour uh -huh. as best I could within my capacity to sure. take them back there. And this was different than obviously taking you guys who have never been there and weren't around that time. I lead many tours in Europe yeah. and different places in the world. And it's different than taking students to tell them, hey, this place is a special place for all these reasons and lest we forget mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, yeah. you know. But how do you feel as a tour director an educator to take people who were there mm. you yeah. know, mm. uh, on the day that that whole site that whole place you know that is now a museum mm -hmm. you know that's they're the whole reason why this place is there it it felt weird to take them there to just be like well I, there, I have nothing to tell you about it you experienced it yeah you tell so me <laughs> i step back and it's like by all means take mm -hmm. the mic and all of that but the point of is of it is that in what we do they were also there to have a good time yeah. <laughs> and as group travelers like anyone who wants to partake in this they're like fine 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 we're gonna do our whole thing and we're gonna attend the ceremonies and wear our uniforms and go to the cemeteries and all these things But at the end of the day, what do they want? The same thing that all of us want. <laughs> and the whole reason why we get to enjoy, yeah. you know, to travel, mm -hmm. to have great dinners and see sites and learn about history and things like that. Is the same as you and me. They were like, at the end of the day, let's go to the casino, Dave. I want to go <laughs> to a bar, you know, like, let's do this and, yeah. and have a great time. But honestly, yeah. This is a, a very, very memorable and unique tour that I had to do. And mm. I feel so blessed to, to share that with them. It's oh, an amazing That's story. amazing, absolutely. Now, I know we need to let Dave go because he's still trying to figure out what's on the docket for tomorrow because we are, in <laughs> fact, still on a tour. But I'm gonna, yeah. I, I want to pepper you with just a couple quick, like, rapid-fire yeah. okay, questions. Okay, let's go. Lightning round. Okay, okay. <laughs> lightning round. Here we go. We got the snaps going. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about being a tour director? Like, if you were to simplify it. Being a tour director is providing experiences and bucket list, you know, and surprises memorable. Yeah. You know, like travel experiences that they're going to remember for their whole lives. Absolutely. Now, and you're going to leave them with some great knowledge because that's what I've yes, loved about man. the fact that... <laughs> I've learned so yeah, much. Well, and it's because you think about, we go on these, you know... Whether you want to or not. <laughs> no, but it's, that's... We did a whole podcast about like sharpening the saw and how you constantly need to be learning and because that's where you... You know, even when people retire, like if they don't have their brain engaged, then mm. they're going to pass away so quickly. Yes. And so why is it so much that when you're in high school, it's like, go on these educational trips, do this. But then it's, we then switch to the workforce mode and then mm. we're in workforce mode and then we go into retirement and it's like, oh, well, I don't want to work. I want to do this. But we constantly need to be learning. There is always so much that we could be learning from that we Life can then share learning. the stories. That's what EF and Go Ahead are all about. Yeah. You know, um, whether you're a student and at that stage it's like, ah, so much learning uh -huh. or whatever. But I believe that travel at a young age is so formative and so great and yeah. so important mm -hmm. at opening up your minds and to the rest of the world and broadening your horizons and things like that beyond the classroom, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, or putting the classroom out into the world in context. And then what we tend to observe is in the group travel tends to be, oh, okay, it's organized when you're younger. Mm -hmm. And then when you're in your 30s, 40s, sometimes it's like, okay, well, yeah. it's family and career. 
And then it gets to a certain time in your life where it's like, hey, I want to get back to that. And it's not only like today we were at uh, the Little Big Horn, you know, uh, battlefield memorial mm -hmm. site. And it's like things you learned in high school, you know, and our travelers were remembering all that stuff. They've never actually been there. Mm -hmm. But then here they are at a certain stage in their lives when they're retired and they put stuff into context as yes. well. And also just going, wow, okay, like I can still be learning mm -hmm. and just tacking on to this stuff that I was forced to learn back then and put it in a context of travel and touring and seeing it. And then it all makes sense and comes together. Mm. And I just absolutely love that. And that's why I can keep doing these tours over and over because vicariously, I experience and I see that those what we call aha moments, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, through their eyes. And I'm like, job well done. Job yes. well it. done. Yes. Now, I've got to remind my listeners that Dave is a real human being. He's not some machine that no. just does tour, 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 tour. <laughs> You're a real human with real emotions. So what is the hardest part of being a tour director? Uh, the hardest part, in a way, though, because I think to do what I do as a human being, then obviously... I do what I do because I love it. I live out of a suitcase and in hotels like this one. You <laughs> which know, has got to be like hard. That, which is the ups and downs and you're just constantly adapting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not just to situations, context, hotel, itinerary, timings, changes, you know, like all of it, you know. But also as a real human being, yeah, like, yes, folks listening, I am a human being who has a relationship, a family, friends, and a real life back home. And mm -hmm. I put that on hold. Yeah. So that can be hard. But again, it's offset by the fact that I love what I do. And I believe in being passionate about what you do, mm. you know, for your career or in anything mm -hmm. that you do. I think it's so important, you know. So if you love what you do, then you accept, oh, okay, well, you know, there's everything is a careful balance in life. I'm curious if you're like me in this. So I'm I'm a detailed planner. Like I always need to uh -huh. do the itinerary. And I have noticed that when I've gone on certain vacations, it is so refreshing if I just step back. And if somebody else steps up and starts planning, I'm like, oh God, I can breathe for a second. Mm -hmm. Do you do, are you still in your personal life very much like plan, 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 plan? In my or, personal life? Yeah. I'm really easygoing. Okay. To be honest. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't need everything to be outlined and detailed and to be like, you know, 90 degrees, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not OCD. I'm a Virgo, by the way. <laughs> um, Virgos are known to be that way. I must have some rising sign that is different. But <laughs> like, anyway, um, yeah, in my personal life, I'm actually really tomorrow. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Kind of thing. But yeah. In, in my work is when it's like, you know, it clenches up a little more. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what is on your bucket list or your go-to <laughs> vacation spot that you maybe haven't been yet? Oh, my. Because I'm so fortunate in what I do because I love travel and I'm lucky enough to have groups that want to travel with me again and again. So who knows why. Just, but, just tell Cam and I where you want to travel yeah, next. We'll just go with yeah. you. Um, but <laughs> um, I have already until 2026 trips that are lined up. Uh -huh. And the way that I usually, especially if they're destinations that I'm expected to lead a tour and I'm less familiar with, I will plan a vacation that will be both familiarization, but also 
hey, I'm on vacation, you know, I'm not with a group so I can also do whatever I want. Okay. Um, so in the next coming years, I have uh, tours that are in the books that are actualized with travelers that are going to be traveling mm. with me. So coming up next year, I have Portugal and Spain. So excited. I've been there before, but going back and Thailand is a big one, which I'm so stoked about. Um, This I have not been to, so it's going to be a two weeks vacation (laughs) beforehand and then my group arriving. Nice. Um, I have South Africa, and that's coming up in 2025 uh, that I'm really excited about as well. So African Safari, for real. Nice. For real, yeah. And that's also something that I'm really excited about because, you know, animals, beaches, and wine. (laughs) (laughs) And wine. Which we love, you know. Yes. And uh, the 2026, I have Egypt. Ooh, yeah. I want to go to That's Egypt. That's on my bucket list. <laughs> That's my bucket list. I'm really, really, really excited about. Okay, and we're Egypt, crashing that one. Egypt at Christmas, actually, <gasps> because it's a terrific time of year to travel into. Don't go in summer. No. <laughs> people, you will just die from heat. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so plan in what we would call our winter. Okay. Absolutely, if you're going to go, because it's just too hot in the summer. Um, and last but not least... On a personal level, without any tours uh, being planned there, I'm thinking Scandinavia. Mm. Or like, yeah, so uh, Sweden and Norway is what's in the books for me. Wow. I'm Canadian, so I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Go any time of year, really. Any time of yeah. year. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I mean, it's obviously, you know, kind of wrapping up with financial aspects of it is... I know that travel is hard and a lot of people say, well, I can't afford it. And that's where if you go back to several episodes where we've talked about if you were a traveler, you enjoy traveling, make it a part of your monthly budget. Put money aside automatically every single month into an account that's for whatever future trip may come up. Because But EF and go ahead, if I may interject, although I'm not in the office, they are terrific at setting up different payment plans yeah. payment plans and all of that as far as i know i mean that's what's great it's like okay yeah. i want to go there here's the cost and here's how i can make it, make happen. it happen and really at the end of the day it's like well you know what uh, you don't need to do like a starbucks latte every day yeah exactly kind of that's true <laughs> you can i mean if, if you want to continue to learn you want to travel and see the world you can make it a part of your budget and just, but you've got to start at some point and not just wait until, hey, I want to go on this tour tomorrow. And you're like trying to find $10,000 or whatever amount it may be. So it's planning. But um, Cam and I are trying to figure out how we can get Dave to just like always be our tour guide for everything <laughs> well, forever I, and ever. I'll be there in Normandy <laughs> if you want me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Bullcast, the podcast. If you liked what you heard, uh, you can find out more at bullcastpodcast.com. While you're there, click that subscribe button to have our latest episode beamed directly to your listening device every single Thursday at noon. Uh, I don't think we said it on this episode, but Katie and I work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you'd like to find out more about me, Katie, Court, who's not here on this podcast, we miss him, yeah. or David Pickler, our boss, you can go to that website. That is PicklerWealthAdvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Hey, we switched that one, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> that threw me off. 
Dave, I want to thank you for coming on the yes, podcast. Yes, thank you, Dave. Well, thank you very much for having me and thank you for doing what you do and keep traveling and keep being you. And for all you listeners, live your dreams and Aww. go for what you're looking for. And we have some great photos of Dave that we're going to add when we launch this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> they'll, they'll, be, they'll be pre-approved. <laughs> for now, I'm Cam. I'm Katie. And I'm Dave. See you later. Bye. Bye.